Yeah, welcome back everybody. Welcome, welcome. It's your escape show. It's the Glenn Ralph show. It's unscripted, unedited. You all know that. And I am your host, Charlie Berry Dingle the Third, as always. Uh, you can email the show at the Show at gmail.com. And you can also find the show on Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Um, for new listeners, and there, there have been a lot of them, please click that notification bell so you can get an alert when a new show is released. I would appreciate that. And I want to thank everybody. I really do want to thank you. Let me turn this music off. I want to thank everybody who has been listening. They're really seriously has been a big big jump in numbers between March and April and I've I'm happy and I did my um, I checked my stats and my demographics showed as of right now 50% female and 42% male and 8% unspecified so maybe that dogs love me. Maybe that 8% unspecified demographic is dogs. I'd be happy with that. But I want to thank everybody because it really, really has grown a lot in the past couple of months. And um, I really just want to thank everybody who does listen and who does enjoy it and the great feedback. And also because it's enabled me to get sponsors now. So anyway, enough of the mushy stuff. But thank you. Keep listening. Hit that notification bell. And um, let's get to a sponsor. Yeah, I, uh, I have a couple today. Mads Flows Designs sponsors this episode. Mads Flows Designs brings you the best, and I mean the best, in active apparel for all of your yoga lovers out there. And there's a lot of them. They have it all. Graphic tees, sweatshirts, tank tops, hoodies, and so much more. Clothing that will not only make you feel comfortable, but will make you look good too. And who doesn't want to look good? I want to look good. Maybe one day that'll happen. You know, a little plastic surgery. You want a shirt that says Yoga Mom or a Namaste sweatshirt? You can get that at Mad Flows Designs on Etsy.com. They have you covered. All items are made to order. Take advantage of the store-wide grand opening sale today. Everything, and I mean everything in the store, is 15% off. Everything. Everything. Mad's Flow Designs offer free shipping on all orders over $35. For great quality and great price, check out Mad's Flow's Designs today at Etsy.com. The link is also in the description. But who's feeling naughty? Huh? I can help you with that, ladies. Well, if you can't make it here to New Jersey, MidnightPleasuresLLC.com can help you. If you wanted to take your relationship to a new level or spice up your me time, Midnight Pleasures has you covered. Or, should I say, they have you uncovered. Uncover your inhibitions with the multitude, and I mean multitude, of adult products they offer. Not just toys. Oh, no! MidnightPleasureLLC.com has so much more in their pleasure store. They have lubes, lotions, 
uh, you you name it, lubes, lotions, gels, novelty items, bachelorette items, books and games as well for creative date nights. Who doesn't want to be creative, you know, when you're, you know, in the mood? Plus, bath and beauty products as well as lingerie to make you feel and look sexy. Free shipping on all orders over $35 and four easy installment payments on all orders over $50. Visit MidnightPleasureLLC.com. They will take you where you want to go. And we know where you want to go. You don't have to wait until midnight. Check them out today. Thank you, MidnightPleasureLLC.com. Link is also in the description, or as we say in the biz, show notes. So I want to thank the sponsors, uh, the new sponsors for this week. I really appreciate it, and please support them if you can. Um, I do have a guest. I do have a guest. I'm going to give uh, Harvey a call right now, and we're going to find out all about Harvey. Hello. Hello, Harvey. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm actually doing terrific. I'm very happy. I'm, I'm drinking coffee. It's a little bit late in the night, but I'm drinking coffee. I might be up all night. Oh, uh, okay. But now, I said you are Harvey. I did not want to take uh, the risk of pronouncing your last name wrong, so why don't you do that? <laughs> all right. The last name is Laguerre. It's oh. French, and it means the war. Yeah. See, I would have fucked that up, Laguerre. There's no way. I, 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 in my head, I pronounced it a couple of different ways, but Laguerre was not one of them. Oh, well, at least we talked about it ahead of time. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No, you know me. You know the show already. I do things on the fly. It's just, you know, it's whatever. But I did not, because I have screwed up names in the past, so I didn't even take a chance this time. I figured, you know what? You're obviously going to be on the show. You tell me how to pronounce your last name. Sounds good. Sounds good. Glad we did it. <laughs> you're also in New Jersey like me. What part are you in? Well, I'm not. I used to be in New Jersey. I'm in Florida now, but I used to oh. live in Sayreville, New Jersey. Oh, wow. I grew up in Manalpin. I've been to Sayreville a oh, million okay. times. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, I thought you, because New Jersey numbers, same area code, too. I thought. Oh, yeah. That, I just uh, kept it. Yeah, I didn't change it when I moved. No, the, it I'm is, in East, East Coast to my, till I die. Okay, yeah, no, there's no no reason to change your number, but I just, uh, yeah. all right, yeah, no, I kind of, um, you just threw me off there, I thought, well, I mean, you are from Jersey, but I thought you were still here, so, mm. so how's it going, man? Oh, it's good, you know, Florida, it's really warm, it's, it's really hot here all the time, I'm still getting used to that, that pretty much no matter when I walk out of the house, it's hot. So it's some of these some of these summer months it's absolute chaos. Step out the house and get slapped in the face with heat. I mean, I yeah. grew up in New York and then eventually moved to Jersey, so I'm used to eventually getting some cold, but not here, man. It is yeah, it's an adventure, you know. So well, I envy you because I, I I I hate winters, so I, I really envy the fact that it's hot in the part of Florida that you're in all all the time. Yeah. Uh, you in the wrong part of you in the wrong part of the country. If you hate the winter, come here. Other than some out of nowhere rain, just like it'll be, it'll look beautiful, and then it'll just start pouring for like twenty minutes, and then it'll just stop, and it'll just be beautiful again. I mean, if you can handle that, 
you know, then, you know, you need to move to Florida. I had that experience when I went on vacation to Cancun, and uh, it would be mm-hmm. beautiful and sunny. Then all of a sudden, torrential downpour, but literally for maybe five, ten minutes, and then the sun comes out full blast again, and it's like nothing ever happened, but everything's wet. I, I kind of liked it. I don't like rain, but if it's going to do it like that, you know, do it for five, ten minutes. And be gone for you know a period of time before it comes back for another five or ten. I, I I'd be okay with that. See, I can compromise with Mother Nature a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we went. I've been to Cancun, uh, Playa del Carmen with my wife a few times, and we had that happen once or twice. We're in the restaurant, and then it just starts pouring crazy, and then it stops. And then five minutes later, you wouldn't even know. It gets so hot, everything dries up. It's pretty ridiculous. So Yeah, but you see, I didn't know that when it was in Cancun. I didn't know that that's how it went. It started to pour. It got, you know, dark. Sun went in, started to pour. I'm like, oh, my fucking vacation's ruined. And people are like, no, just just wait. Just wait five minutes. I'm like, what are you talking about? When it rains in Jersey like that, it's a washout. Like, pretty much the day's right. gone. Right. Not in nope, not in Florida and definitely not in Mexico. That's just that's just a temporary it just gives you a minute to go inside and find another drink. And then, you know, then you come back, it's dry and the day continues. Yeah. Mexico is fun like that. Yeah. Oh, I had a great well, okay. I had a great time in Mexico, but I broke my leg halfway through. Halfway through oh, the trip. No. Yeah, here's what happened because I was uh I can tell I was twenty twenty eight. 28 or 29 and what happened of course you know um it was all inclusive resort so i'm drinking all day and then there was a shuttle going that took us to to a club and you know we're drinking more there well the activities director on the resort that we were staying at um she was from canada i remember i think her name was melanie if i remember correctly anyway she went with everybody she went on the shuttle with us to the club. So anyway, also before we went to the club on the shuttle, we ran into a celebrity at the bar. And this was not a five-star resort. Um, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't like you know, like a five-star. But anyway, someone else ended up going to the club. Also, her name was Erin Tofi. Tofi or Torfi? I think Erin Tofi. She played. Um, a character. She's an actress on, I think, The Days of Our Lives, a soap opera back in the day. And so me, I'm trying to impress both of them. So what I do, I get on a bar stool. And do you remember David Lee Roth? You're around my age. You should. Well, you know how he would jump off the stage and do a split in midair? Yeah. Well, I did that off of a bar stool. And oh, no. from what I, I was really drunk, but from what I remember, the, the split, the midair split was amazing. However, my landing wasn't that good because mm. I landed the wrong way on my right ankle. I tore ligaments on both sides and there was a hairline fracture also. So I was rushed to a Mexican hospital. I was in so Ooh. much fucking pain. And, but I have to tell you that, um, thank God for that Canadian, activities director who was there because she knew she knew you know the town the club wanted to send me to one hospital she's like no 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 do not go there threw me in a cab and sent me to this other hospital uh it was empty it was empty but the the doctors were so good and even when i came they had to put a cast on i was in a cast for for the rest of the uh, trip but when i got back home you know i went to an orthopedist and 
he said they did a great job. No need to recast or anything. So, but anyway, okay. that that's my Cancun story. I don't even. It was it it sucked. <laughs> but you know, you're in Mexico. You're on vacation. You're in your twenties. You're trying to get laid. There's a celebrity <laughs> and a hot activities director. What's a boy to do? <laughs> you gotta show out. Yeah, but it was out, the worst mistake of my life, though. Jumping off that bar stool, I'll tell you. It sounded. I when I heard bar stool, I'm like, I could be a problem. That thing can't support you, and especially when you're gonna, you know, jump off of that. But yeah, well, anything with the word bar in it and vacation, <laughs> you put those two words together, you're probably gonna have some kind of a fucking problem at some point. Agreed. That's yeah. gonna be an issue. Yeah, yeah but but it was fun. You know, I I still I still made made the most of it and had fun. But uh, yeah, and but flying back on the plane. Uh, at, at the altitude, my my leg was swelling up in that cast. It was so painful. My toes were blue. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that was oh so fucking painful. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm not breaking anything. I don't want to have to experience that. So, no. you know. Well, I'm just... if you do, make sure you don't have to fly a few days later. <laughs> Understood. If I break my leg in Mexico, I'm staying in Mexico. We'll just Move. We'll just, you know, start start filling out, change your address cards, and just stay. That's all. You stay. You know. Tell the wife, mail me my favorite underwear. Yep. And, know, and then I'll just deal with the rest of the time. Exactly. You know, and, you know, what happens in Mexico stays in Mexico. So if, right. so if you happen in Mexico, you stay in Mexico. <laughs> I, that's right. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Babe, I'm going to go just quick little weekend. Oh, my God. I hurt my wrist. I can't come back. Um, y- yeah. Kiss yeah. the kids. And then you'll go from there. Yeah. yeah I, I developed an ingrown toenail. I think I'm going to have to move to Mexico. Yeah. It, oh, my goodness. You know, oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, I hurt my back. Whiplash. Yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, so I, I like to ask everybody this lately not just on the show but in general what do you feel right. about elon musk buying twitter how do you feel about uh is it like a win for free speech what are your thoughts on that um a win for free speech with elon musk um i think the real question is is like what exactly is free speech so if you can say whatever you want within reason i think that's great if you're gonna, if you go there and lie about things, that seems strange to me. I don't think you should be allowed to lie about things, especially if it's important things. So if it's about disease, if it's about other countries, if it's about you know real um, human rights issues, stuff like that, you shouldn't be able to put stuff out there. But the problem, so, the the problem with that, I think. Is I agree, nobody should lie. However, when mm-hmm. one side tries to shut down another side and say they're lying, it doesn't mean that they're lying. It means that they have facts, facts based on different peer-reviewed research. It doesn't mean that that they're lying. Just because, you know, facts don't change because someone refuses to believe them. It doesn't mean that the other side is lying. It means that you want to shut them up because you want people to believe what you say, and you could be lying. So I think everybody should be able to put whatever they want out there and let the reader decide. Well, we're not talking about the same thing. You're on the complete other side of that. Because if I say, let's just be fair, we know one plus one is two. If I go on Twitter and I say one plus one is three, that's not me having another side. If I say it's three, that's a lie. 
because it's wrong. So if so, there's certain things that are facts that are truths, and then there's certain things that have different sides. But facts don't have different sides. Opinions have different sides. And I think what I'm talking about is you can't go on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook and say that, oh, by the way, AIDS derives from Haitians. By the way, I'm Haitian. So you can't get to go on social media and say that's where the disease came from. By the way, the reason I'm aware of this is in the 80s, and I'm a New Yorker, for a while, Haitians were not allowed to donate blood because there's people really believed that we had AIDS and that we kind of created, that's where it came from. So you don't get to say that and be like, oh, but I have, you know, there's proof, even though there's no proof of it. It was just some opinion, something that somebody said. So something like that. I'm never going to be like, oh, somebody could just say that because that's ridiculous. But if it's a fact, a fact is one thing, an opinion is another. So I don't know. You, you know, I guess people can say whatever they want. People are allowed to say what they want, but it doesn't mean you get to say whatever and just lie and say whatever because of free speech. Free speech has limits. But you know that there's a gray area. You, you know that there's a gray area. It's not all black and white. There's a gray area where two different sides discussing the same topic could have different facts. It doesn't mean that it's untrue. If you shut down communication, that, that's, that's not fair to, to either side. It, it, it's a very it's a very sticky thing. It's a gray area. But people should be able to say whatever they want, basically within reason. But, you know, one plus one equals three is kind of oversimplifying the mm-hmm. argument, I think. Well, uh, it, I mean, it's a gray that, area. But, that's, but we're talking about, yeah, there's definitely a gray area. I agree with that. But there's, that's not what it feels like. That doesn't feel like, I don't think that's what I'm hearing. What it seems like, people are just like, you should be able to say whatever you want. There should be no restrictions because it's free speech. And free speech has limits. So you have to, there has to be some kind of line of things. And it's, and I oversimplified it on purpose because that's an actual thing. There are facts, whether it's not one plus one, but there are actual facts out there that somebody can just say something else and it gets in people's minds and who knows what starts. So I don't know. You can, in the end, I mean, people are going to say what they want. I'm an intelligent person. I know what's real. I know what's not. I know what people not to listen to. I know what people not to trust. You can say what you will, and I'll defend your right to say it, as long as you're not saying something that could hurt me, or I guess to a degree the country. So, you know, I'm, I, I really don't care what Elon Musk does unless he takes Twitter, which I kind of enjoy. I do like going on Twitter. But if he starts putting stuff, if he allows stuff to be put out there that we know is a lie, not a difference of opinion, but a lie, and you're okay with it, then I have a bit of an issue with it. Well, I'm not even on Twitter, but what what I mm-hmm. like about Elon Musk, he's not politically motivated. The former board who ran Twitter was politically motivated and would completely block, you know, ban people who had a differing political opinion. And Elon Musk is saying that he will will not do that. And he's also going to get rid of all the bots, you know, all the robots and the automated AI crap. So, I mean, he's going to do good things with it. Um, I think it's going to be much better for people. And 
he's not just going to block someone or ban someone be, or shadow ban someone because he doesn't personally agree with their political opinion. He doesn't care about that, which I think mm. is a good thing. Um, I don't believe anyone in this world is not politically motivated. He, I think if there's anybody who can say that, is somebody who is the richest man in the world because he has no, no concerns, no issues. There's, he has no problems. So he literally is an entity into himself and there's nothing that can affect him. But I don't believe for a second that he's not politically motivated. Well, he can tweet that he's not. He can say that he's not. But there's no way in hell he's not politically motivated. He gets benefits somehow from doing something. So not looking motivated seems really hard. Well, to he's, he's going to make more money. Uh, that, that's what that's what he does. That, that That's his motivation. But take me, for example, and you can call mm-hmm. me a liar. I am not politically motivated at all. I really don't like politics. I don't follow politics. I have no association with either side. I, I, I really don't. I don't care about the Republicans. I don't care, care about the, de- uh, the Democrats. If I ran Twitter... I wouldn't even, like I don't now, I wouldn't even read. I wouldn't even want to hear about anything political. So let people, you know, argue all they want. I really wouldn't care, and that's the truth. I, I mm-hmm. honestly don't care. I, I'm politically homeless. <laughs> I so truly that am. Means, so, you don't, so you don't vote in the elections? You don't watch the debates? You no. You're not interested in none of this stuff? No, I, I used to be. Until about okay. five, in, until about five years ago, I was glued to the news and I was involved. Until I realized that it's all bullshit and both sides lie. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. Most of the, them are millionaires. They only got into politics for fame, fortune, and notoriety and to get kickbacks. Really, they don't care. And once I really realized that, is when I was watching a YouTube debate with Ronald Reagan from 1980. I forget he was, mm-hmm. who he was uh, debating in Mondale. I'm not sure. But anyway, they were discussing during the debate the same exact things that they discussed today in debates. Abortion, the, the border, uh, Medicare. If, you, if in 40 years you, you, you can't, both sides can't figure this shit out and come to some fucking agreement and make it better for Americans, they're never going to. When you're still arguing about the same exact issues and having the same exact arguments in 1980 that you are today, I'm done. I'm out. You lost me. I'm gone. Once I started realizing that politicians all lie and they, they don't care, they, they get paid off to you know say this and say that, whether they believe in it or not, it's a whole game of nonsense and i don't want to be involved in it so about five years ago i stopped watching the news and i just completely got out of politics Hmm. well i hear you um i i don't know well for me there's really something different when it comes to politics i'm black in this country i'm i'm black wherever i am but i'm a black person in this country so politics is something i have to keep an eye on because this country has had a, well, this country is built on people like me and my rights and what I'm allowed to say, what I'm allowed to do, how I get killed, stuff like that are things that are in the political arena. So unfortunately, I can't just say and say, you know, fuck politics. Unfortunately, this stuff is my life. It's in my face. It's in the face of my son, my wife, my kids, my family. It's 
my country that my parents came from is a, what's called a civil country by the president we had before. So it's something that's there. It's something that is in my face. And I'd rather not be involved. I'd rather it not affect me. But unfortunately, it's something that I have to look at. And I have three daughters. I have a wife. So right now, what we're going with, with potential, you know, Roe versus Wade being overturned, these are things I have to keep an eye on because it affects me. So. Yeah, I totally get that. I, I really do totally get that. But to be focused on, on politics, maybe just be focused on particular issues like the police, police brutality and this and that um, is a big thing. Because if I, 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 I don't know, it's just everything ends up being political, I guess, politicized. But uh, yeah, I get it. I, I don't. I don't want to stay in politics because I'm getting red in the face right now. Just even thinking. Just, just even <laughs> yeah. thinking about politics. Um, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Politics you know. is not. You know, you're not supposed to talk about politics, and you know, religion. And the other one is religion, and I'm an atheist, and I can have a fun conversation about that. There well, you we go. won't go there. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's like I. I don't discuss religion or politics on the show. Like I would never, because I don't care about. It. I would never like right. sit here and debate issues with you you know i but right. just you know we're just speaking generally and i just wanted to i i hate we'll it so questions. so let's talk we'll about go. let's talk about will smith let's talk about will smith for a minute i heard that now he went into a rehab and he's seeing a guru or something and he had two movies canceled which won't affect him financially because he's worth about half a billion dollars anyway so who cares if he doesn't make another 20 million but Right. How full of shit do you think this guy is? Will Smith? Yeah. Um, well, first, let me preface this by saying I'm not a fan of Will Smith. I never have been. And it's, I mean, I, we grew up around the same time. So I was around when he started up and he was a rapper. So Fresh Prince and, you know, and right, he did right, that right. Stuff. so I thought the music was terrible. And I didn't watch Fresh Prince. I didn't like the show. And then as an actor, I wasn't a fan because I felt like he was the same guy in every movie he's done. <laughs> One thing I've recognized, though, is there, I don't have a problem with him personally. I just didn't like him professionally. But Will Smith is probably the most, one of the most clean-cut, non-aggressive, non-threatening black men that there ever has been, up until the Oscars. I was, I was so, just going to say, well, you know, what, do you, what the hell are you yeah, talking about? <laughs> right, no, but here's the thing. He went 40-something years where everybody loved him. He was the black guy that a white girl could bring to her parents' house and everybody would love him, whatever. And one dumb act, and all of a sudden, he's the worst person in the world. And it just like it pains me to even defend him. But he doesn't become the devil because he did one dumb thing. That guy has been pure, clean. He's done bad movies. He's done a lot of junk, but he's never been a bad person. So I don't think he's full of shit. I think he's human, and he did something insanely stupid, which we all have done. Every last one of us. It's not like, you know, I mean, at some point, I'm sure we've all done something to try to impress a girl. You know, we jump off a bar stool, or we do something dumb as hell. That doesn't define you. You're not full of shit now because of that. Well, I don't say I don't think that he's the devil. However, I think mm -hmm. I dissected what happened a little bit more than you. Mm -hmm. Just because I think you're speaking on the surface. If you go back and I watched that that whole scene at the Academy Awards a few times, if you mm -hmm. notice, he was laughing when the yeah, camera no went doubt. on. Yeah, but let me explain. He was laughing 
like naturally, like crazy, when Chris Rock made that non—just a stupid nothing joke—until his wife gave him a look, and then he got up and walked up and slapped Chris Rock. And to go a little bit further, if you really paid attention, when he was walking back, he had such a, a strut and a smirk and a grin on his face, like, "Yeah, that's what I did." Someone who was really, really. Um, genuinely pissed off, and that's why he did that, which then I would understand if it was real. But remember, he's an actor. He faked that whole thing. He was laughing. That was his natural, organic reaction. But then he got up and assaulted somebody, walked back, looking at the crowd, smiling. Then he sits down and starts screaming at the top of his lungs, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth, and said it twice. And people said, oh, his lips were quivering, quivering, he was so mad. No, he wasn't. He's an actor. That's why he's worth half a billion dollars. He's a fucking actor. He, he was not upset at that joke. That's not why he slapped Chris Rock. It's because of his, his wife. And Chris Rock should have said, okay, I'll keep your wife's name out of my mouth, but maybe, you know, her boyfriend should keep, you know, her nipple out of his mouth. You know, I, I, I would have just, Chris Rock handled it so well. But I'm telling you, that's why I said that, 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 that Will Smith is full of shit because it wasn't, Chris Rock said that, and then you see him just get mad and get up and go up there. No, he was laughing his ass off. And then he slapped him. He assaulted somebody on national TV in front of millions of people. And he's walking back with his, you know, hand in his little pocket, you know, his thumb in his little pocket there and strutting and, and grinning. You know, he, he knew what he did. He's like, you know, just for attention of what to whatever. You, you know what I mean? So you were talking more on the surface, but if you really look at it like that, it's a little bit different. It, it, was, a, it, was, it was a lot going on there. I mean, I, I, I can hear you. Um, I hear what you're saying. Um, I don't know. I, I certainly can't defend the action. I would, you know, I don't know. It's, I, don't, I, I don't think it's that deep. I think he did something stupid, and I'm sure I know I've done dumb things, and I don't know how I looked, how when I did something crazy i don't know what the look on my face was i don't know what my walk was when i did it and stepped away i don't think he, i don't think this was an act what i think it was is his wife to me his wife is the impetus for the whole thing because you're right he was laughing when he heard the joke then he looked at his wife and his wife looked upset and a male just like instinct like somebody is saying something about my wife and I feel need to defend. I'm going to believe that that's what it was. That's why he did it. What he did was wrong. I understand. I understand why. I just feel like he took something way too serious, especially a comedian. That's a, it's like that's their job to make jokes, and it didn't hurt her. Maybe it hurt her feelings for a second, but not worth all this. Um, the rest of it, I think, is crazy because now he's in. He's some guru or whatever. That part I think is a lot of bullshit. It I is totally. Any of that. totally. That part, that's PR. That's okay. I'm going. If to me, I feel like it when any celebrity does something stupid. You know, I apologize and I'm going to get help. And that's what that is. And I think that's what that is too. Because I, I don't imagine that he's going around slapping people. I guarantee you, that's not what he's doing. He just did something stupid that day. He's got to cover his ass for a while, do his PR, come back, and at some point, everything will be everything will be fine. I just found the whole thing. It's, it, it's always interesting to see how fast we turn on people, but that's just us in society. 
that this guy was loved right up until that moment. And now, and now you said you didn't think he's the devil, but he, I was reading stuff. He's the worst person. These, this, these are actions of an abuser, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. And well, I'm that's like, because no. people are, are morons. I thought he did a great job in, Maha, you know, in Ali, playing Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. I would still watch his movies. I'm not, I'm not one of those idiots, those losers that I'm going to boycott him now. No, but I'm just, I'm calling him out on that only because <laughs> it was premeditated. If it was in the heat of the moment, and, you know, the, the Chris Rock said that, and he was really pissed. He got up and did that. But still, going up and assaulting somebody, even if he just yelled out, you know, shut up, knock it off, keep in my wife's butt, whatever, fine. You know, but for him to do that, he knew what he was doing. It was premeditated. It wasn't in the heat of the moment. Then, okay, he lost his shit for a minute. But no, he didn't lose his shit. He's an actor. It, it, you could tell when he was walking back. If he walked back to his seat, now with that stupid ass grin and, you know, like gloating, um, if, if he was still like, you know, pissed, you can see it on his face. And then he sat down and yelled at, okay, he lost his shit in the heat of the moment. However, that's not what happened. If you watch that clip from beginning to end, it was fake. It was premeditated. And I think he's an asshole for doing that. That's my um, opinion. I'll, I mean, I'll, oh, I'll agree with you with that. I definitely think he's an asshole for doing that. I'll disagree with you on the rest of the stuff, but I, yeah, I just think it was a insanely, incredibly stupid thing to do. Um, not, I don't know. He, it, yeah, he's not gonna be. He's not struggling for life. He'll be fine. He'll get over this. Maybe he'll take a year, year and a half off or something, and 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 he'll come out of this cleaner, better. PR will always take care of him. And then he'll be fine. I'm sure it's not going to be a big deal. We'll and, get over it. I mean, we're over it already. We're, we're not even talking about it anymore. It's, we've certainly moved on from that. And by the way, you cannot disagree with me on my show. I'll ban you. I'll boycott you. I will never listen. I will never listen to Bracket Bastards again. I will tell my audience to, to, to boycott you, to ban you. No, see. See, I don't you care. I'm, do? <laughs> I'm buying your show. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're gonna have to listen to me, and you're gonna do what I said. Oh, there, there goes my free speech. There goes my free speech. <laughs> you say whatever you want, as long as I like it. Yeah, like that. yeah. No, but see, that that's where I'm different from a lot of people. I don't care if you disagree with me. Let's talk about it. I'm not pissed. I'm not gonna. You right. know, yell out of here and scream, curse. I don't get, so you disagree. That's how right. everybody should be. And that's what I'm saying. Differences of opinion. Nobody should be shut down. Let's talk about it. I mean, you, you agree on a certain point. I agree on a certain point, right. but we disagree on others. And I think that's, oh. that's healthy. No, that, no, that's the way it should be. We're adults. We should be able to have constructive discussion and we can, we can listen and learn from each other when we have discussions. This, for me, and I'm not going to get too deep with it. I have no problem with people's opinions about things unless your opinion, you know, deals with me in a negative fashion in bad things that have happened to me in my history. That's kind of what it, I think the issue people have with the stuff that's kind of put out there. But that's, again, it's opinion and we're allowed to have it. And you know what? I'll discuss anything with somebody. I have no problem with that. I like it, actually. Me too. And I really, people's opinions don't really bother me because they're only their opinions. Like, I don't get all, all heated and, and worked up over somebody's opinion. You, you can have whatever opinion you want. If I disagree with it, okay, then I disagree with it and I just won't, won't deal with you. Um, Agreed. you know, but I'm not going to like, uh, 
you know, I'm not going to shut somebody down or, you know, try to boycott them or something. Right. Um, but right. you are the third, officially, the third bastard that I've had on this show. <laughs> that is correct. Yes. Um, yes, that's right. The Bracket Bastards, our fun, random, ragtag group of, um, of I guess, what's it, current events. Um, we just like to talk about random stuff and we just put it in that bracket and we have random conversations. I'm the old person of the group, you know, I'm the 47 year old and the rest of them are in there at the, I think the next person is maybe Freddie in his thirties and then everybody else is young. So we just talk about, you know, random stuff. And I always have that different opinion because I'm older about things. We're talking about movies and actors or music and stuff. And I'm listening to them talk about stuff. And sometimes they have no idea, like the history of something. But that's what makes it more fun because right. I can listen to them talk about stuff. It's it's interesting and we have a lot of fun. Yeah, I had. Uh, by the way, everybody, check out Bracket Bastards. It's a podcast on Spotify, Google, I guess, everywhere, right? That is correct. Yeah, you and can find us everywhere. Apple, Google, Stitcher, everywhere you can get your podcast, we are available. Yeah, everybody check that out because I had Freddie Fisher on last week and Jeremy on, might even have been the, the week before. And yeah, they were both great. Uh, mm -hmm. Jeremy Bryan, I did listen to, he's got his own new uh, solo show, uh, Paranormal, yeah. Paranormal, Paranormal, The New Normal. And yeah. uh, I did listen to it. Did you listen to this um, one from last week with uh, Jim something or other? Haven't I have it? I am a stay-at-home dad of four, so getting to do to listen to podcasts or even to listen to regular music is at times an adventure. But I definitely will listen. I will, you know, I'm definitely here to support the crew. I haven't listened to his yet, and I definitely will. Maybe after I drop these kids off at school tomorrow, I'll finally get some peace and listen to it. But um, I listened to the first episode, and it's some interesting stuff. And I'm not big on the paranormal stuff. But I listened to it. I'm like, you know, this is a little creepy. You know, this is this is some interesting stuff. So I got to get into the next episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm really into it. And I had, uh, I've had a few people. Actually, my show coming up Saturday, uh, there's an author. And she's into the paranormal. And I've had a few episodes on that. I find it so interesting. I actually recommended a guest I had on, Christina Westervelt, who has her own paranormal Facebook group. And she, almost every weekend... Uh, takes her group to different haunted places, uh, like old penitentiaries well, cool. and everything. Yeah, so I, I suggested her to him as a guest. I don't know if he's going to follow through with that or not, but she is uh, a really good guest. I had her on twice. But Jeremy, love Jeremy. I enjoyed his show. I, I had him on here, enjoyed it. But his guest, Jim something or other, I, I wanted to slap him. You'll, you'll have, that's why I wanted to know. That's why I wanted to know if you listened to it. This guy was borderline fucking obnoxious. I don't know how Jeremy dealt with him. This really, I don't. He sounded like he was older, but he was talking like everybody. Like he wrote a book. It was called. I shouldn't even promote it. Septemics. He created this whole thing. It's like you know Dianetics. Like he's trying to start his own religion or something. Everybody should yeah. listen to him. And he's more intelligent than everybody. The way he was talking, and Ooh. and he doesn't watch TV, and nobody should. And th this guy, and it was really nothing about the paranormal. Jeremy, I don't know what you're doing, but um, it, it was just it, this guy. I listened to it because it was like. A train wreck. Like you, you don't want to look, but you can't look away. I, I had to listen to the rest of this 
I just didn't like him. But Jeremy, not a knock against you. I'm promoting your new show right now. People that are into the paranormal, the paranormal colon, the new is the new para. What is it? Paranormal, the new paranormal, right? Um, so everybody, yeah, yeah. So everybody, check that out, Jeremy. If you're listening, nothing against you, man. You did great, and I loved your first episode. But this fucking guy, I would have torn him apart the way he was talking. So highfalutin, I'm better than you, and yet you have to be, yeah, you have to be as intelligent as me to understand. You have to read my book. Once you read it. Go back and read it again, and I'll tell you how to oh live your life and about humanity. He was so full of shit. I hate people like that. I, I so I wanted to talk about it, but you didn't see, you didn't listen to the episode yet. No, but. not yet. But now I li- oh, have you have to. Oh my god, I'm you have ready. To. I am ready. And that's how you promote. That's how you promote a podcast, right? You did it right there. And I'm, that's right. I'm saying to my listeners, to my audience, don't take that as you shouldn't listen to it. No, no. It'll it'll get your blood going because you probably think he's annoying as I did, but it made in a certain way for a great episode. So everybody, check that out. Jeremy Bryant, Paranormal: The New Normal. All right, there we go. I like that. We're going to take this little bit from this and we're going to use that as an ad. Do it. Sell this podcast for Jerry. What's up? I'm ready to hear this. This guy got rude. But I have to make. A, I have to fly out to Connecticut, kick some ass. We'll see what happens. Yeah, he had, he had a way of doing it where, like, you know, he he just um he just had this air about him that he was better than everybody else and trying to school Jeremy and everybody. And I don't know. He's just like you know, if you follow the way I teach you, you'll be this great person. He didn't he didn't laugh once. He was he had no no sense of humor. He was so uh-huh. uh like maybe like overly intellectual. He's using the big words and he even said he this I remember, he even said that Forget the occupation, but he said, you know, someone who maybe didn't graduate high school or is working at a gas station won't be able to understand my book, and and they're gonna have to look up words. It's like he was really he like talked down to pretty much to everybody, and that that really bothered me. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely worth definitely worth checking out. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna find that because no nobody deserves to be spoken to like that, or even have to, especially if you're gonna be in a guest on somebody else's, you know, somebody else's vehicle. At least be respectful, and especially on my boy Jeremy, that's a good people. So well, I'm sure he didn't deserve that. But so. he, well, no, see, I don't want to misconstrue the thing. It's not that he was overtly rude, um, right. but it was just the way that he was talking. He wasn't he wasn't being rude. But he was being like obnoxious. It, it just, to I me, it was just mean. very, yeah, it was just yeah. very, very <laughs> obnoxious. I know what you mean. Yeah, I, you know, because I mean, that's not, I have my own podcast. I've done so. At times, you're just going to have guests who just come across a specific way, come off, you know, all knowing and cocky and just rude or however. So, and I'm sure, and I'm going to listen to it tomorrow, definitely, but I'm sure Jeremy handled it like a professional. Oh, he did. No, and like and I said, I'm Jeremy sure was great. <laughs> but, sure. um, I, I, you are now episode number 56 and I've had a guest on almost every show except for, I think, three of them. Uh, are you um, a sports fan? No, I'm not. No. <laughs> number 56 is the number of my oh, favorite football player La- of all time. Lawrence Taylor. Taylor. Damn right. Yeah, I mean... Perfect. Yeah, I'm not a big sports fan, but I do know, you know, like the big stuff. Um, okay. But what I was saying, episode number 56, and I've never really had a problem with 
a guest. But if I and and I never know because I don't want to. I never know really much or anything about them before they come on because I like to do it like this, just a natural right. conversation. But I'll tell you what, if I had this guy on. I, I, I would have ripped into him. I would say, why are you being so obnoxious and talking down? Like, I would have really, it would have been a whole different interview because it would have been a lot shorter because I would not put up with that crap. I, I, I couldn't just sit here and let the, this guy, his voice was even annoying, man. <laughs> it, was, it was just everything. Like, no, like, I, I wanted to, like, fucking slap him right through the phone. I was like, really? Did you want to walk up to him? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Keep Jeremy's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> Leave him alone, man. <laughs> you know, but but if I did that, then you know I'd be sitting in a toga talking to a guru right now. So exactly, yeah. You, and you don't need a guru. You no. just need and that's no. okay. Yeah, I don't need a guru. <laughs> I might be your own guru. Maybe I'll write a book wow. that says "Be Your Own Guru." But yeah, exactly. yeah. This guy's Bible that he wrote called called Septemics. It's like Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard. They created that oh. uh, the whole Scientology religion from that. This guy was right. really trying to tell people how to live and what they... Oh, and people have different levels, and you can find out what level you are and what level other people are. He just made it up. There's no levels. He just made it up. I, anybody who buys his book, I'm sorry for them. I really am. <laughs> well... I'm definitely listening. I'm not buying the book. Maybe I'll see if it's worth it. After hearing this guy talk, maybe I'll you know grab it from the library. So oh no, I'm you won't. I'm interested enough. Oh no, you won't be able to understand all the big words. That, oh, oh my God! That's no, why no, I'm not no, buying you know it. Me. That's why I'm not buying it. He pretty much told me that I will not be able to understand his big words. Mm, you know, if it's too hard for me, then I'm just not going to buy it. Yeah. It's all over my head, and I'll just leave it wherever it lies. We'll just go with that. Yeah, I mean, if he wanted to promote, you know, reading is fundamental, you know, fine. But mm -hmm. he was like, you know, reading is hard. <laughs> it, it was, reading your book is hard. Yeah, reading his it. book is hard. <laughs> that was insane. It was insane. Now, you said you have your own podcast. you have it now, or you did have one? Um, so I do. So uh, oh, promote it, promote it. Damn right, you knew what was coming. <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even know this. So go ahead. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. so I actually have two podcasts. So the first one. Oh, we're all out of time. I'm sorry. No, don't, uh, no, go ahead. <laughs> I'm writing a check. Yeah, I'm a show. <laughs> Write me a check. You get another five minutes. Come on. <laughs> so when the pandemic started, and me and the wife were kind of stuck in the house. And there's nothing we, we could really do. We had kind of, you know, tinkered with the idea of starting a podcast because we have interesting conversations. And we're like, hey, we got nothing else to do. Might as well just start it. So we just started a relationship podcast and we call it Love is Black. And we just completed our third season. So wow. the first, and we've done 30 episodes each season. So we've had 90. So the first season was just us just talking about us and our relationship, ups and downs, how we met, because we don't agree on a lot of things. So we have different opinions on many things. So that's what the first season was. We sprinkled a guest or two in there. Season two was couples. So we wanted to talk about black love. So we got black couples to come on and tell us how they met, how their relationship blossomed, their ups and downs, and how they stuck it out. 
to kind of be a good, you know, good place to listen to, you know, to see how relationships work because they don't always work. They're not always perfect, but you stick it out. And then this last season that just finished, we just kind of expanded, you know, the idea of black love. We just talked to different people. We talked to a polyamorous couple. We talked to, I did an episode separately with a, um, a boudoir photographer. I just tried to find different ways, different ways to look at love. And it's just been really interesting. And then after that, I'm like, you know what? I want to do my own. So I started my own podcast called Men Are the Prize. And it's just a podcast for men. And it's like a space to be open. What's it called? Uh, it's called? It's called Men Are the Prize. Men are the prize. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I so agree. That one is, yeah, they, me too. <laughs> <laughs> that's, about, that's about men, not just being able to be open and talk about stuff, because we're not really raised that way. We're supposed to be pretty stoic. Keep our emotions, keep everything to ourselves, and just rub some dirt on it and move on. And I wanted to have something, and I think it's kind of partially because I have an 18-year-old son. And I want to send them out into the world, and I don't want to be stiff. I want them to be open and emotional and just okay with dealing with stuff. So I get men on, and we talk about stuff. And um, so that's what I've been doing. And that uh, first season ends the day before Father's Day with a pretty cool final episode that I won't tell. But if you listen, I have some different guests on that episode, which is a good, really good episode for men to hear to feel really good about themselves. But And then, of course, the coup de grace is these Bracket Bastards podcast where we talk about stuff. So I got three podcasts yeah. going on. Wow, I did not know about the other two. Dude, I'll, I'll definitely listen. But Love is Blind, to do that many episodes with your, your wife, just to have it uh-huh. last that long, because I know of another couple who started a podcast, and you you went through 30 episodes a season they couldn't get through three episodes period and just wow. it just disappeared it was terrible though they because she didn't want to do it you could just tell she wasn't right. into it and right. um it was just really really bad so you know just i don't know just uh, disappeared so i give you a lot of um not credit that's probably the wrong word i'm just trying to say that i think it's amazing that a couple could actually go through three seasons together Oh yeah, it was it was a good thing to do because I mean we talk a lot anyway, especially when it's us and like I said, four kids. So a lot of the time, it's like it's the only opportunity we had to speak with an adult because we were kind of trapped in the house, we couldn't really go anywhere. So we would just have conversations, and it was good to kind of go down memory lane and just kind of talk about our relationship and see and just talk about how we how we got together and ups and downs and stuff, and kind of ended up being a good thing I think for other couples to hear. So it was fun, and my wife is pretty cool. So we've been able to make it through 90 episodes, and we'll keep doing it until she's sick of me or I get sick of her. Yeah, well, she's got to be pretty pretty cool to stick around for, uh, what, 90 episodes with a bastard. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, <Damn> right. You know. <laughs> 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 who, who is now banned? Who is now banned from my show? For disagreeing. Exactly. Is this episode even going to come out? No. Well, no, of course not. I, you know, I, st- I stopped recording about 40 minutes ago. No, we're, we're just having a conversation now. Nobody's hearing that this. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. This is... No, actually, I already put my laptop away. It's, I'm done, man. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so I'm just talking for the fun of it. All right, no problem. No. Okay. No, I'm looking at the little squiggly lines going up and down now. It's being recorded. 
Oh, that's good. Okay. All right. So there is a method to this madness. That's good. I'll take it. It's madness, all right, man. It is madness. Uh, I've been having so much fun doing this show. You have no idea. It's uh, nine nine months in now, and it's just uh, blowing up, and it's been great. I'm glad you're enjoying it. It's fun to do something like this where it's just kind of your endeavor, talk to people, and and it's easy because it's just conversation where people can say what you will. And hopefully other people enjoy it too. And so I, I, I agree. I love doing the podcast. I think it's so much fun. They got to put your voice out there and just get the response of people and see what they think. I like it. Right. And it's mine. You know, like I, I was actually working with a publicist for a very short period of time for maybe, oh. maybe like three weeks, three or four weeks. He, he was su- su- such an asshole. He had all these people that he wanted me to have on as a guest on my show. Like, he gave me a list of, like, 20 right off the bat. And I did a couple of them, like, okay, whatever. And then there was one, there was a guy in Iceland. He had a really thick accent, and he, and he was out of the country. And I told him that, you know, I really don't want to do that one. He's kind of hard to understand. And he's out of the country. And this guy said to me, and this is what did it for me, he's like, well, you're going to have to interview people outside the country. The fuck I am. It's my show. If I don't want to interview anybody out of New Jersey, I won't. You know? Exactly. So I literally just blocked him, stopped working with him. Really. I mean, no one's going to tell me how to run my show and, oh, you're going to have to do this. The fuck I am. So I, I said, goodbye, bitch. Yeah. It, no, I really did. it. God, I got so pissed. I just blocked him. I just blocked him. Blocked him on Facebook and on my phone. I just so it just he could never ever get a hold of me again, even on email. I, I just I yeah, you. people like that man. You know, there's there's want to control things that aren't, that aren't even theirs. You know, so right. this is one thing that is all mine, and nobody's going to tell me who to have on, who not to have on, how to run it is just not going to happen. Damn right. Keep all that negativity out of your life, man. If that if that's you're not feeling good about it, get rid of it. Oh, I do. I, I, I do. Mm-hmm. Any toxic people, once I pick up on it, I really, truly cut them out. And I don't look back. They get the gift of missing me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I love I like it's that. True. The gift of missing me. Oh my. It's a joysy attitude. <laughs> it's a joysy attitude. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh yes. I hear you, bro. I hear that. That's... I love it. That's the gift of missing me. Okay. Yeah, that. no, I've I've told that to quite a few women. Well, now you get the gift of missing me. <laughs> <laughs> I really have. I believe it. Yeah, because it's, it's true. You know, it's uh, you know if they, they're really that that screwed up and they they've done or said bad things to me, then they get the gift of missing me. I cut toxic people out with, without even a thought. I'll give everybody two or three chances, and I'll give them enough right. right to hang themselves, but. Uh, but really, if it's going to stress me out, you know, if they're going to make me stressed and uncomfortable and unhappy, I have no need for that in my life at all. I so, hear you. That's the kind of stuff that hurts you, man. We don't need that kind of stress in our lives. Yep. Not at all. I'm with you. I yeah, I used to put up with a lot of crap, but in the past few years, I've gotten so much better. Now it's like, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Know your limits, man. I'm yep. with you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I thank you for coming on. You 
Also, we're a great guest like uh, Jeremy. And Jeremy, if you're listening again, do not think I was putting down your show or you because I was not. I promoted it, man. But Jeremy knows better, man. This I, is the best thing that could have happened to the podcast for him. I would love to know like his honest feelings on this guy uh, because I, he could not have enjoyed it. I don't know, yeah. but uh, and it was you know it was over two hours. It was over. Oh, yeah, geez. it was over two really? fucking hours. Yeah, I and I listened. I listened from beginning to end, and I'm not kidding because that train wreck thing. You know, like, um, yeah, it was a long one. I couldn't believe he hung in for that long with this guy. Oh my goodness! Oh wow! All right, my morning is set. Yeah. Tomorrow. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Before you listen to the playback of this, if you're going to listen to that, I'm telling wow. you. Wow. Yeah, definitely, definitely do that. Okay. So definitely. To wrap it up. You are, okay, Harvey Laguerre. You got it. I got it. I got it. Harvey Laguerre is one of the many co-hosts on the Bracket Bastards podcast, which is everywhere. And recently just learned he does a show with his wife, Love is Blind, and a separate one. It's actually called Love is Black. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said Love is Blind. I'm sorry. No, no, no problem. Love is Black. And the second one that he does for men, Men Are the Prize. And I assume that they're both uh, available everywhere, right? Yep. Google it. My podcast comes up with my wife. My podcast comes up with me. We're everywhere. Awesome. I'm going to check it out. I think maybe I'll fall asleep to... uh, I'll definitely check out Love is Black first before the men one. I'll definitely check that okay, out. Okay, cool. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate the support. Thank no, you so much. No, I, I definitely will. I, I like listening to different uh, podcasts, and especially I, I know you now, so I definitely want to hear it. Ah, cool. Sounds so. like a play. All right. All right. Well, I will let you go. I, uh, well, again, appreciate you coming on. Harvey Laguerre, everybody. Yeah, thank you for the time, Glenn. Have a good one, buddy. Have a good night, man. Take care. All right, bye-bye. Harvey Laguerre, I got it right, everybody. Check out all his stuff. Bye, everybody.